Welcome to Keep Making, a podcast about people creating their way through life. From artists to business owners to stay-at-home parents, we believe everyone is creative, and we're on a mission to share it. Welcome to another episode of the Keep Making Podcast. Today on the podcast, we have Scott Wishart. Thank you very much for having me. Did I get the last name correct that time? Absolutely. Yes. I've been actually bashing his name up, the last name specifically, for a very long time uh, because I found you on Instagram. That's actually how I discovered you and the really cool projects that you've been doing for a couple of years now on Instagram. Yeah, I think I've been on Instagram. I guess it was the... um, Almost about a year. It'll, it'll be two years in April. Okay. And like me doing like woodworking and stuff. Okay. Like I was on it before that, just posting some pictures and everything, but it was really never like an avenue for my woodworking until I guess maybe about, it'll be two years in April. Okay, cool. So I want to ask you a ton of questions about your woodworking. Um, we get a lot of comments on the podcast about wanting to hear tips and tricks and wanting to hear methodologies and wanting to hear like people that actually do this on a regular basis. And the cool thing about you is that you're, you said it earlier as we were working on a project. You said that you're um, the true weekend war- warrior. That, but the reality is, like you're just like every other guy that's doing this. You just yeah, got you kind of got lucky with certain things that you started making that just like catapulted your yeah. Instagram. So yeah, maybe tell me about how you started with the woodworking process in general, and right. then um, we'll start there, and then I'll just ask you a boatload of questions about it. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, I've been doing woodworking since I was in my twenties, which is you know a long time ago. I hope I don't throw out a number because I don't want to date myself. So, but um. <laughs> I had a little bit of hiccup there because of this life gets in the way. And then I had to stop for um, a long time. And then I guess it was maybe about like eight or nine years ago. I just kind of got back into it. Okay. And it's all started, you know, it's just, I had to do something. Okay. And it's just like, wow, you know, I really should, I, I had to make something or I had to build something or I had to fix something, you know, and exactly what project that was. I, I just don't remember exactly. Mm-hmm. But then it's to YouTube, right? I mean, to me, YouTube is what the, the matrix, right? Remember <laughs> you get lost in the matrix. In? It's yeah. like they plug you in. Oh, I need to program how to fly a helicopter. And yeah. you're good to go, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, I need to know how to fix my dishwasher. Let's go to YouTube. And now I'm good to go, mm-hmm. right? So it's, it's where do you go to learn how to do anything? You go to YouTube. You watch 10 videos. You find something that works for you. You do it. And like, hey, look, I did it myself. Mm-hmm. So um, getting into the And he's just got hooked. You know what I mean? You get He's just getting hooked in and drug into the whole thing and for me it kind of all started because at the time I wasn't doing wood turning at all mm-hmm. I was doing you know flat woodwork and I found the wood whisperer you know the Mark, wood whisperer okay yeah you know Mark Spagnola right and it's just like um every episode every episode and it's just like I don't even know if I had to do half the stuff that how he's doing <laughs> it didn't make any difference I'm just so interested right I'm getting sucked in and then you know how YouTube is, right? It's like you oh, watch you, all there's these a wormhole and then you can it's go just down. like yeah. now it's like you get recommendations about this and rec- and then I saw Carl Jacobson making stuff on the lake, and I'm like, and then you know the little drool, and it's like, wow, that looks really cool. And then you know, I guess probably like within a year, I had a lathe because now I needed one, mm-hmm. you know. And I started out with um, I have a Jet um, um, twelve twenty one variable speed lathe. It's just a midi sized lathe and a mid size, and um, I used that for a long time. And I it, it's a great lathe and had a, um, a blast with it. But, you know, I just had my eye in the sky and went, you know, about I wanted something bigger, better. And, you know, I something got Something you could turn literally it. anything on? I'm sorry? You got, you, you just, oh, yeah, yeah something, you know, the big one. Yeah, I wanted something that was going to be like, you know, one and done, right? I mean, I'm going to upgrade. I don't want to ever have to upgrade again. I don't want to keep stepping up, stepping up, stepping mm-hmm. up. So I kept putting off upgrade until I could afford what I wanted and I could afford what I wanted. And I bought my robust American beauty. It's just awesome way. Could you say that again? There's a robust American American beauty. Yeah. For those of you out there that are curious what Scott uses, that is it. (laughs) So, you know, it was funny too, because I was actually on Instagram as well. So I was just like, I was so happy that that came. How do you not, how do you not like, Hey, look what I just got. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, I mean, the unboxing and everything and unpacking it, which was just the ordeal in of itself. I mean, it is just, it's how, a piece. It, that is a machine. How am I going to get this off the pallet? Yeah. How am I, and then it's just thinking about that and working through and solving problems. But, you know, I finally got it off the pallet into the shop. And, you know, it's a beautiful piece of machine. Mm-hmm. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. So I I was actually really surprised about something. Your your Instagram handle is called Scott's Minis Workshop. Yeah. Uh, and 
the reality is you do actually have a mini workshop. I, I think, do. you know, there's like, I think there's a perception because when you have a lot of followers or you, you like the things that you're making are really big and beautiful, uh, like the ideas behind them are really big. I, there can be this almost grandiose idea about like what you're doing. But the reality is like, I, I was just in there. It's, it is a it's small. small garage it's that you small. have turned into like this little idea workshop. So did you, originally picked that handle just because like well this is my tiny workshop and this is like my spot like okay, how did you so come up with that handle because it's a real handle and it actually reflects the reality of what you're doing <laughs> so scott's mini woodshop is because it literally is just that right i mean you know we moved here not too long ago mm -hmm. um and prior to this i lived in new jersey and i was still working in the same size space i had a one car garage and i had a bunch of tools crammed into it and it's just like you know everything's on wheels um you know, casters, you know, mobile carts, everything. If I had to do a project and, you know, like I said, at the time doing mostly flatwood work, I had to move like 10 things to put one thing someplace right. that needed to be. So mm -hmm. everything had to be, you know, jockeyed around, moved around or whatever. So it had to be mobile. And, you know, you had to call a name something. So I'm thinking like, well, what, what do you call my little mini woodshop? And I'm like, well, why don't I just call it Scott's mini woodshop? <laughs> and it's it, as simple as that. I mean, you know. So it's like kind of like, you know, we talked a little bit earlier about, you know, I guess maybe I'm just falling in the same trap as everybody else. But, you know, when people ask me, it's like, oh, you hollowed that thing out. It's like, oh, what did you use to hollow it? I go, well, hollowing tools. I mean, it's a simple <laughs> name for a simple tool, right? So right. I guess maybe this is my mindset, you know. Mm -hmm. It's got well, there's, shop, there's so a, a saying in design school that's just like, keep it simple, stupid. Yeah. Like, because like, it doesn't need to be the complicated. Like philosophy, right? Yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah. just like, keep it simple. I like it. I like it. I, like it. Absolutely. I just, I, even I, even though like I, I already had a conversation with you and was really excited to come out and meet you the whole bit, I still was like, I wonder how small it really is. And you even told me on the phone, there was still a part of me was like, I bet. I wouldn't want to talk about that. Do we have small? No, I'm sorry. I was thinking down that road. So, um, <laughs> but no, it's a great, but the reality is like, you've turned it into a really, uh, a really good functioning space that it you works. can you can pull off whatever you actually need to pull off. It, it works. I mean, sometimes it's nice because it's like, you know, I mean, I'm in 12 by 20 space, right? And it's just like, it is the size of a one car garage or actually probably a little bit smaller, mm -hmm. you know? Um, but if I need to cut something on the table saw, obviously, you know, mm -hmm. that's an ordeal. I got to move a lot of stuff off of it because the table saw generally is my working area mm -hmm. you know i have it covered with something so i don't get the table all messed up and then mm -hmm. i have that covered with something else so i mm -hmm. don't get the you know the little board i have under there too messed up but you know if i have to i move things out of the way and then mm -hmm. table saw moves into the middle of the shop and then i can use the table saw mm -hmm. for you know to cut whatever i need to cut mm -hmm. and then once i'm done i gotta pack it all up put the you know engage the little caster that rocks it up push it back into its little corner and then get on to the next phase. Right. So, you know, and if push comes to shove, I mean, I've actually had things working outside, you know, I mean, you can't do it in this weather. Right. It's kind of miserable. It's a, it's but, a little wet out there right you now. Know, but then, you know, when it's nicer out, I mean, I have, you know, the sawhorses and everything, they're all outside. I got like a, an old, really old school black and Decker workmate that it goes outside. When I had, uh, I made a coffee table in, um, in one of the rooms here and, um, it was a slab and I had to flatten it. Mm -hmm. I had, you know, the router sled flattening and everything. And that was all done outside because I don't have room for that in my shop. Right. It's, I think it's pretty sweet. And speaking of, like you said, the room over here, we're actually doing this podcast in Scott's house right now. He's been a very gracious host. This is in his <laughs> uh, kitchen that his wife designed. Yeah. yeah it's a beautiful did, kitchen. She did, did a really good job. They're really gracious hosts. And speaking of that, like, um, I, I think, in general, my team definitely wants to just say thanks for having us oh, out yeah, here because like I met you on Instagram and then I like started messaging on Instagram and then we had a phone call and I was like, hey, the Star Wars movie is coming out and you make these beautiful figurines with X-Wings in them. Like, um, let's talk about how you got this idea because I know this is where like Michael Early might enter the phase a little bit. But like, oh, yeah, absolutely. The, uh, and he, he tells his stories and we're going to have him on the podcast eventually, too. But like I... I'm really curious how you got the idea for this. Um, and then also like how you started experimenting to like find it. Cause I know you've been asked a million times how to make these suckers. Oh yeah. And I'm really glad, like the reason we came out is to like film a video of how you actually do it. Hopefully we can relieve some of the, how does Scott make this? And like, no, we'll have a whole still, video. Still it's still, still gonna ask. ask. It's fine. But then at least I can say, well, just watch this video. Yeah, right, right. So, 
But yeah, so the whole idea, I mean, you know, I have to say it's not an original idea for me. I mean, the first time I saw anybody turn a resin sphere was Carl Jacobson, mm -hmm. right? Because, you know, I'm, once I got hooked into his channel and he's turning a resin sphere. Mm -hmm. And I went, wow, that looks cool. It looks like this little, little world, you know, and kind of put on the back burner at that point. And then, you know, then back, you know, I guess later on into Instagram and everything. Mm -hmm. And then. You know, it's like who is now, you know, a friend of mine, Mike Early, you know, Soko Joko. Soko right? Joko. Yeah. Oh, great guy. Absolutely great guy. So, um, but Mike had done something extremely similar. I would almost say exactly the same other than different model, mm -hmm. same type of model. I mean, mm -hmm. the X-Wing fighter, but just mm -hmm. a different version of it. Right. And his support system was different than what I'm using. And I'm like, well, what did you do for this? And what did you do for this? And he walked me down quite a bit of the information I needed to, you know, to get into the whole resin casting. So I kind of just took my spin built on his, you know, um, um, idea and kind of just made it a little bit different. Okay. You know, but it's very similar. So it's not, not you know, not, not my, idea, you know, <laughs> so if someone, if you, someone was going to attempt to make one of these, what is the biggest piece of advice? Is it like, you got to get a pressure pot? Is it, you got to dry your wood? Like, what are the, like the main tips? Cause like maybe, the, the five big questions you get asked all the time, because there the reality is there's a lot of people that listen to this podcast that are looking for tips and tricks right. when it comes to like whatever they're doing specifically. And like you've you've at this point, you've got a lot of wisdom and like, let's try and share it with them a little bit. <laughs> OK, well, you I, might not consider wisdom. You I might know, be like, I, I <laughs> but I, I view it as that. OK, so the, <laughs> usually the, 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 the number one question is what resin are you using? And of course, I mean, I'm using the Luma Lake Clear Slow. And it's just like, I didn't that. ask him to say that, by the way, I just want everybody to know I didn't <laughs> yeah, ask him to say that just because it's true, right? <laughs> so but it, and I started out using the Luma Lake Clear, but I mean, obviously, the working time is not long. I mean, right. like that's seven minutes, minutes seven yeah, minutes, yeah. right? So seven minutes to do everything that to I get need it to like do you got to get, get that sucker in the pressure pot at seven minutes. I guess yeah. it would be different if you're making pen blanks and everything because mm -hmm. it's like, you know, you pour everything into the mold and you can drop it in. I mean, we did this today, right? Mm -hmm. We made the blank today. And then, you know, we turned this today. And um, But making the blank, I need more time. Now, could I do it with this, with the clear? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I'm rushed. Mm -hmm. You know, when having an extra five minutes is a lot. Right. It's, it's a lot. Right. You know? So the clear slow is Huge. where that came in. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah. clear slow. And then the big thing was, is it going to work exactly the same? And Aluma like told me, absolutely. And I don't know who answered customer service. I and mean, you guys were talking about what's Carol, right? It's probably Carol. It probably was. Yeah. And, and every time I call and ask any question there, outstanding customer service well, thank you and i know that you didn't pay me to say that either and once again I don't <laughs> he's know. not getting paid period by the way <laughs> yeah. I, might, I might buy this off him but that's just because i want it <laughs> okay so but i i even had somebody else come out here and it's about a year ago and for a demo and they mm -hmm. actually same thing is that can you show us how and they didn't really care about that the um um they wanted to see how to make the resin clear how to polish it mm-hmm you know, I think their design was to put something else inside there, mm -hmm. but it was all about the resin, right? right? So, you know, I would have had to order some resin and FedEx destroyed it, right? Oh, no. So, you know, I'm see, I'm watching the tracking and I see that it's, um, um, you know, there's some flag on it or whatever, how they do it. And mm -hmm. the next thing I know is package damaged. There's no, oh, oh, man. God. so I'm, I'm talking to FedEx. It's like, where's this stuff? I got people coming here. I need it. Mm -hmm. So, okay. So fast forward, you know, I don't want to bash FedEx, you know, I mean, who knows how it got damaged, but the bottom line was, I guess one of the bottles got broken open. Right. So oh, no. Yeah. All the no, no good. And I don't know who answered the phone, but it, it probably Carol, <laughs> wait, absolute angel. Yep. No problem. We'll have that to you tomorrow. Overnight it. Yeah. Tomorrow. It's, it is absolutely great customer service. Love the company. Absolutely. Do. Well, thank you. So like, let's go back <laughs> to the other piece of advice outside of use Illumilite. Illumilite. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I beat that to death, right? Yeah. Okay. So, so the next thing, right, is this like, so how do you get the resin so clear, which then becomes, you need to use a pressure pot. Mm -hmm. I mean, especially with this resin. I mean, I know there's some other resins that, you know, they're slow cure. I don't use those because this works. Right. I mean, I've tried some other things and some of it comes close. This is the best fit for me. I mean, it's enough working time. It cures really fast. I can get the thing out of the pressure pot the next day. Um, I can get it mounted on my um, um, waste block um, and then I can get it on the lathe. You know, so Lumilite's the best fit for me. So and getting it clear is 
pressure pot. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you know, we did that today. It was, you know, yeah. I, I know, you know, I know we use a so little bit So what kind of pressure, pressure pot do you use? Cause that's a lot, like a lot of people retrofit like a Harbor Freight one, but yours is bigger and Harbor yeah, Freight doesn't make Yeah, mine's a five bigger. gallon. It's just, it's, and I, you know, I got it off Amazon. So it was a TCP um, paint tank. Cool. And you know, it had the big starter on it, you know, mm-hmm. for stirring the paint. So I pulled that out and that's like, I wish I could remember who, which, youtube video um, there's a bunch of them out there right now i know yeah, zach's got one i know that there's it, 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 it wasn't because i think it was casey something I, i'm i'm sorry it, casey you know, martin it might have been yeah casey martin's got a good right? one too because it was the exact same pressure pot okay and just yeah. by dumb luck and it's just like but i think his version was like the two and a half gallon not the five gallon but like all the fittings and everything are exactly the same and and it's just like but it's just like here you got another maker, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. I think we talked about this earlier, right? You got another maker who's willing to divulge his information right. to help everybody else. And right. like, let's right. move this whole maker thing forward. Right. Let's get everybody, you know, more knowledge, you know, and because that's how you I mean, like going back to what, how community. you started it was about your own YouTube matrix Absolutely. that you went down. Like that's how what got you hooked into it in the first place, is like people actually sharing. Absolutely. how they make i things. mean that's what makes that's what makes the you know the the maker community um i mean you know so great for me is how willing everybody is to share their ideas and it's just like you know i mean a lot of the stuff that i have back in my shop like different tools that i use um i mean not just for turning i mean this type of stuff but i mean like just doing woodworking in general are shop made tools that were something i saw on youtube and mm-hmm. it's like somebody's didn't it you know it's like here's here's how you deal with this problem mm-hmm. like that's a great idea so mm-hmm. and they're showing you for a reason mm-hmm. so they showed me so i could do the same thing so right. i'm doing the same thing so right yeah absolutely so, so loom light pressure pot uh polishing what? yeah the polishing so here's where it's just like you know i mean you know i talked to michael about some stuff but it's just like you know i, I didn't want to pick his brain too much because it's just like i mean everybody's busy so mm-hmm. a right. lot of stuff you just let me try some stuff. Right, but you he's know? not doing this for a living either. He's definitely yeah, someone that just does this in his free time you know, as well. He's got a full-time job. So, you know, so a lot of experimentation as well, right? I mean, I think we talked about that too. It's like the first time I did one of these, I mean, I didn't cook the burl. And uh, the burl turned completely white because now there's foam on it because there was some moisture in it. And I'm still using this Mally burl because it comes clean. Mm-hmm. I don't have to clean it off. And mm-hmm. it's just like, you know, I had some maple burl and I was going to have to stabilize that, which is just even more equipment. So I said, let me try this Mally burl because it's already clean mm-hmm. and super dense. It's mm-hmm. just like, let's see if it works, you know. And I didn't put it in um, um, my toaster oven. And it turned completely white mm-hmm. and to be honest it looks really cool right? <laughs> i'm so glad that you okay did that. yeah but it, it didn't it was a beautiful mistake it was but that wasn't the look i was going for right right so right. it's just like okay then now i'm on your website researching this why did this turn white mm-hmm. and then it's moisture mm-hmm. it's like well how do you get rid of the moisture and it's just like well you know if you watch youtube stuff and like went in the rabbit hole right it's like well you get rid of the moisture for stabilizing anything by throwing the stuff in the toaster oven it says well, why don't you just do that Right. So I get rid of the moisture and it's like I put it in toaster oven for a couple of hours. Right. And it's just like, okay, let's try it again. And mm-hmm. I'm doing everything small scale, you mm-hmm. know? And it's just like we didn't bring like all that stuff out. Things. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously didn't start making a four inch sphere. That's a pretty good, you know, even monetary investment, especially for anybody doing this as a hobby, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I started making small things. I think that my the the first one I did was maybe a two or two and a half inch sphere. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And then from there, it's just like, okay, so then I I that was the frosted one, right? And it's like, okay, let me try this again. And it it was better. And then it's like, let me try this again. And it was better. And it's just like that learning curve. I mean, you have to go through that. You you can't be afraid to make a mistake, right? Right. Right. It's like, you have to kind of almost like enjoy the experimentation. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But at least now you know what not to do. I mean, there's always, you're always moving forward, right? So, but then I finally got the burl to come out clean with right. the casting so it's like okay now it's time to put the ship in there you know what i mean because it's like and then the ships are not that expensive i mean you know it's for me i mean everybody says oh you make this cool x-wing thing i don't make the x-wing thing at all right, right? in my head all i'm doing is, is i'm making a really cool custom stand for a commercially available toy right That's <laughs> you can buy on game. amazon right you can buy it on amazon right right and it's just the detail in those things is really cool i, I think it's cool i mean i don't play the game that they're for i mean it's kind of like a dungeon like a and d- dragons yeah. type game for 
Star Wars people, but it's the model is just outstanding and the detail on it's outstanding and it just looks really good. Mm -hmm. And my whole motivation, even kind of like, you know, borrowing this idea from Michael to begin with was to make my daughter something unique for Christmas. You know, that's awesome. And yeah. It's funny. So the motivation like, behind that, that, I was going to ask you what motivated you actually make it in the first place outside of like trying something new, but knowing that it was a present for your daughter makes it somewhat even, but yep. like even more special. Just so, just so she could, and of course I could have just bought one for Mike. Right. Right. But, but like you knew how you, you like making things. So why well, not make it yourself? Yeah. I mean, it's just like, but in my head, I'm thinking like, you know, she, and she would have loved it. She thought, but it's, a, but it's just like, but she shouldn't like it more because her dad made it. Right. Um, and, you know, and I say my daughter and it's just like, you know, I mean, my daughter's like your age, right? I mean, she's 20. I don't know how old you are, but my daughter's 26, right? Mm -hmm. So, well, thank you. I'm 33, but I, I'm glad that you, uh, and, yeah. and in my head, you guys are almost the same age, right? <laughs> so I'm a lot older than that. So, but yeah, so it's just like, you know, but she likes that stuff and it's just like, but now she's got something that something it's like, wow, my dad made this, you know, and that's just. I'm going to get all teary eyed, but it's, it's just not, I it, knew it. It, it kicks it up a notch, right? right? It does. It just kicks it up a notch. Well, your intent like is really important with that. And I think that's like, people can feel the intent and like, it's like a home cooked meal. I mean, the, oh, absolutely. It, so like you can tell when something's been made with a lot of love, like it tastes different. The experience is different. Like the setting is different. And then like, you, I have goosebumps thinking about it. Like some of the best <laughs> home cooked meals that I've had from friends or family or whoever, like what my aunt, like I have stories for days right. about my aunt making a stuff and like, I could ball just thinking about it. Cause she was always, she's filled with love when she's making it right. for everybody. But like, it's very clear that you had a lot of love. You're like, you know, I really want to make something that's unique for my dad. I wanted her to have something that I made for her. And I don't care how much it was going to cost. Mm -hmm. You know, it didn't make it. It was like, at that point it was just like, you know, money wasn't the issue. It was all about, having something and I, I I made that for you mm -hmm. you know and it's just like you know I had to buy the resin and I had to go you know even that was like you know I had to, the resin's not cheap it's not it's not cheap and to be honest I mean I didn't start with Illumilite I tried a few other things because I didn't want I wanted to see if I could avoid the whole pressure thing mm -hmm. and, and, and you know it you can't okay <laughs> you can't if you just don't even try from my mistakes just just go right to what's going to work you know so but yeah, so that didn't work. And it was just like, and not that everything was terrible. I mean, you know, mm -hmm. it's, but it, it wasn't this, you know, mm -hmm. until I finally got that. And it's just like the first um, um, few of these that I made, that toy actually comes with a clear post, mm -hmm. right? But for whatever reason, that clear post turns white. In, in the, the process. Light. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So it's like, but, you know, it was still cool and everything. And then it's just like, you know, my daughter loves it, you know, and it's just like, you know, people thought it was great. And it's just like, I'm thinking like, well, how can I just make that better? How can I kick that out the notch a little bit? And it's like, what can I do? And then we started, you know, we, I'm saying we, like I'm more than one person. So I started experimenting. The, the with you and you inside yeah, your right? head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right brain, left brain. So, but I started experimenting with other things to suspend that. And until you get so many suggestions from people and, you know, pour half the resin and pour the other half the resin. And it's like, I was always worried that there was going to be some type of like line, you know, like a, I'm a scene, you know? And, um, I know if I poured it all at once, it works. I know that. And if I pour it all at once, there's no scene. Can someone do it better? Maybe. And God bless them if they do. And right. that's, that's, that's great. And, you know, I'm... I More think, power to you. Yeah, I think someone like should... If someone can take any information that I have and build on that and make this 100 times better, I'll be the happiest person in the world. Right. Because it's like, that's what I'm doing this for. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I, I want to give everything... That, I mean, I took so much from me, information from people who were willing to give it to me. I mean, right. Right. I am way more than willing to give any information I can back to right. this community. It is just has been outstanding for me. I mean, this is my therapy. You know what I mean? It's right. Just, you know, um, I, I really I can't say how much that I like being in my shop. Mm -hmm. You know, it's kind of like my getaway. So maybe I, you got to tell people a little bit about that. Why is it your getaway? Like, why is it so much like therapy? Because like the whole point of this podcast really at the end of the day is like, how people create their way through life and the whole their whole like our whole mission is to like encourage people to do the same for them because we really believe that there's a lot of power and a lot of like really good things that come from being creative in your own life like not just like oh i'm being creative i'm making stuff but like ad actually affects like 
how good of a father you are. It affects right, how good right. of a brother you are or a sister or a mother or like how good you are at your job or whatever, because it's part of your human experience. And like right. it really only enhances the stuff around you. So that is like, that is the goal of this podcast. So if you're willing, why is your woodshop well, therapy for you? What really kind of got me, you know, um, I guess more hardcore as opposed to like, you know, and I, I say I'm the same as everybody. I'm the weekend warrior on steroids, right? Mm -hmm. And it's only because I have a lot of time to spend in the shop, right? Where a lot of other people probably wouldn't. But it's just like, I, I, I'm my shops in my house. It's in a garage. It's a very limited space. You know, I have limited funds to spend on my hobby. Right. You know, even though it's a super hobby at this point, you know, right. and I, I and, and and it's really nice that, you know, I can I can sell some of this stuff and actually supplement my hobby. So it's really not just all coming out of my pocket. Right. You know, but you know, I guess it was um a few years back and this is like, you know, we're lucky to live in the house that we live in. Um, but my wife grew up here and um the house was left to her when her mother passed away. And then I guess mm -hmm. it was about, you know, six months after that, um, my father passed away. And about four months after that, my mother passed away. And it was a lot. Of, sorry, I was going to try not to cry. So it was a lot of loss mm -hmm. in a short amount of time. And, you know, you start thinking about what's important and what's not important in life. And mm -hmm. it's just like, you know, is it important to you know, to spend your time doing this or doing this, and you have to make choices, you know, and I love doing that. It's just like one of my favorite things to do. So why aren't I doing that? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's just yeah. like, you know, if I'm having a bad day or whatever, it's like nothing about wood turning or woodworking makes me unhappy. Even a failure doesn't make me unhappy. Mm -hmm. You know, although the other day I was going to throw one of my tools like out the wall because right. I did something stupid. But I mean, you know, but, but it, the, the entire process is, I find it just so therapeutic. And it's just like, I know a lot of other people feel the same way, you know, and, and I don't know. It's like I said, for me, this is just my hobby. It's fun. I'm really not trying to monetize this into a business per se. Right. You know, um, I mean, I'm not going to say no if someone wants to buy some of my pieces. Well, yeah, that, that, to me, that's more of a compliment than it is anything else. Right. Um, right. Um, and, it's, it's, I don't know, it's just how I can express how I feel that day. I mean, there was a few days ago, you know, I just felt like crap, right? And I went onto my wood pile, which is right outside of my shop, you know, and I found the nastiest, gnarliest looking piece of wood. And I made this like open form vase thing that just looked nasty. And I posted on Instagram and I called it broken because that's how I felt that day. Mm -hmm. And it was just so, I don't know, like so therapeutic for me to just get that out of my system. Mm -hmm. And it's just, I'm saying this to you and it sounds like dumb to me that I'm saying it, but it's how oh, I it's feel. You know what yeah, I mean? yeah. So it's just like, I'm thinking like, man, where's that coming from? Because it's how I feel, you mm -hmm. know? And it's just like, that's not normally me. I don't usually kind of like go down that road. I kind of just kind of like, yeah, I just suck it up, you know? And it's just like, you just move along and everything. But it's like, if you can express that and just get that emotion out, well, then it's out, right? Mm -hmm. You don't want to bottle it up. I mean, right, that's not good. Right. So. Well, I, I've heard a saying that like, when you re when you say things out loud or you make things that express certain emotions, like it comes out of you. So like, say, say if that hurt for it, or like your frustration, whatever it is, it can, can sometimes be a poison if it's like kind of trapped. In oh, there. yeah, yeah. So like, if you're making it and you've expressed it on some level, it's no longer in you and you like you can release it yeah well that's exactly true with a lot of this stuff and it's just like you know i just like i don't know like i said i, I i'm going to keep going back to that same well i mean i just like being in the shop i feel very much at home in the shop mm -hmm. you know there's days that i'll go out there and it's just like you know i'll have breakfast and you know it might be around like you know nine o'clock or whatever and i'll go out to the shop my big long commute what i got to do like walk about 100 feet right i was gonna say it's not far it's <laughs> definitely <laughs> not far I, I walk down the little sidewalk and around the corner mm -hmm. you know it might be time to have like two sips of coffee if you really wanted to have some I'll coffee. Tell you, it's actually funny and then <laughs> you know i don't know if this will ever actually make it on your thing or not but funny story because it's like you know how google right they track mm -hmm. everything that you do right i actually got a notification one morning and told me that there was heavy traffic on my commute to work <laughs> and it knows my it, it lists my shop as my work and i'm thinking like Really? Really, Google? Like four, what's there, a four squirrel pile you, you, up in was, my driveway, yeah, right? You got a couple deer blocking the way. <laughs> so, but yeah, so it's just like, but I'll go out there, you know, I'm going to have some breakfast or whatever, and I'll jump out there, and it's just like, 
I, it seems to me like I'm out there for like maybe an hour or two and my wife's already home from work and she's cooking dinner and like the whole day's gone by and it's just, you haven't eaten any food or anything since breakfast. You're just like, Oh no, yeah. nothing, nothing. It's just like, man, where did the time go? And right, it's just like, right. look at what you accomplished. And it's just like, wow, I had a good day, mm-hmm. you know? And it's just awesome. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just, it's, I don't know. No, I, I don't, I know you say, I don't know, but like, I think what you're sharing is really incredible. And the reality is I think there's a lot of people out there that, probably feel very similar when it comes to either one having the desire to make things and might not necessarily feel confident enough yet to actually dive in or two are like in the same boat as you and like are right. just, they are the weekend warriors and sometimes get you know like why am I doing this and the, re- the reminders of like why are you doing this in the first place I think are really good and the reality is like we want to provide as much value to these to you people like you and people that are are wanting to like even just dive in because um, right. like a, the resin and epoxy or whatever like the, even our products like sometimes it's a little scary but we 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 think that there's just so much cool stuff that you can make and oh, we're yeah. like at, at no really point does. like at no point are we sitting there like like genuinely like like our the president of our consumer division would be like if our stuff's not right for you we'll tell you like we're not gonna, we're never going to try and sell you something just because we actually want to help you solve a problem so you can make what you want to make well the resin opens up a lot of um um, different, I guess, possibilities, right? I mean, and I know we're getting a little bit away from the questions of people asking about the sphere, but it was just like the resin, it opens up just in woodworking in general, opens up so many possibilities. And it's mm-hmm. just like, you know, for a lot of, you know, for people who like to, you know, I want to conserve our resources and blah, blah, blah. And then like some wood that would be garbage. Right. Right. I mean, you know, how many videos are there on YouTube about how to use worthless wood in some type of casting, you know, whether right. or not you're stabilizing it and then recasting it in some other resin or whatever, but it's just like, or, you know, filling cracks or yeah. voids or splits, checks, whatever. And it's just like, you, you, you would have thrown that away. That would have been gone. Right. You right. know, and it's just like, you know, I mean, I, I know wood grows on trees, you know, ha ha ha, you know, but, <laughs> but still, I mean, I mean, <laughs> it is true. <laughs> I know. Right. So, but I mean, what we saw in the shop, right. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm holding on to a piece of cherry cause I want to use it for a pepper mill and it's got a giant void in the middle of it's it. Right. Void. And it's yeah. just like, how cool would that be with the right swirl, right resin, right pattern, because I have to fill that with mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. Or I can't make what I want with that, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, so that it's that. It's just like, can I use this piece? Can I use this piece? You know, so it's not going to save everything, but I mean, for everything it saves for me is a win. So. Awesome. So I feel like I asked you some, like maybe five tips, and we definitely jumped away because we definitely. I mean, I got a little emotional there while you were while good. you were being quite open, which I appreciate. <laughs> I was like wiping away a tear as well. But are there are there any other points that you'd give? We talked about the product. We talked about uh, pressure pot. We talked about um, polishing it. Is there any other things that you're well, like, I mean, hey, if you're going to get into this, you should. Here's another tip for you. Well, just generally speaking, right? I mean, if you're doing, if you're going to use alumilite, right? You or need even, the yeah, pot. What, you don't have to even have to talk about just alumilite, by well, the way. Well, I mean, just so you know. a little bit different, right? right. I mean, because if you're using one of those slow set epoxies, I mean, it's going to have, they, you know, everything has its place, right? right? So if you're going to use one of those slow set epoxies, it is what it is. And this is like, can you get away from the pressure pot? Maybe. You know, I don't know that you're going to pour a four inch cube and not have bubbles in it, though. You know what I mean? Right. It's just like, I don't know if I'm going to want to take that chance either, because it's a lot know, of money. A four inch cube is a quarter resin at $100 a gallon. It's just like, you know, if you're willing to throw, you know, 25 or $30 down the tubes, that's up to you. Right. If you use pressure, it's going to be bubble free. Right. Right. And so many people are. How'd you get it so clear? How'd you get no bubbles? How did you do this? I had somebody who was apparently using some type of epoxy that has um um, um, what's that, that, um, um, endothermic, exothermic, I mm-hmm. don't know which would that, that it just mm-hmm. all generates a lot of heat. Right? right. So, and he showed me a picture and the entire toy inside there, cause he's using the same thing, ask me everything. And I'm telling right. him everything. Cause mm-hmm. I'm like, I got nothing to hide, you know, use this, use this, use this, use this. And it, maybe it's just where he's from. Cause I get a lot of, um, um, questions from people outside of the U S mm-hmm. as well. Right. So, and he showed me this picture and the entire toy was melted. I bet, I bet it was a, just a straight epoxy. Like a, in generally you can only pour those in certain like layers. Like, yeah. I mean like a quarter of an inch max. And like, yeah. and if he's like going real thick, it's going to create an exothermic reaction because that epoxy yeah, is it's like, a lot of it's heat. heating it's a up lot of real heat. fast. Yeah. So if he wasn't like making it, cooling it down somehow, or like was in a controlled environment, right. It's going to melt whatever. Yeah, no, I've yeah. heard some people say they can control that reaction with the heat and everything with fans. And it's just like, that's that's beyond 
it's what also a lot of extra shop. work <laughs> yeah right. it's beyond what i want to do in my shop yeah. i mean it's just like you even said to keep it simple right so you know i, I do have the weekend warrior set up i don't want to have to go out and buy all this extra equipment just mm -hmm. for this one project i want to be able to use what i have mm -hmm. for what i have and that's mm -hmm. why all this stuff works so well you know and it's maybe i just stumbled upon the lucky you know combination of you know this plastic works well with that resin and you know, I, I use that really thin filament post now because it just happens to be stiff enough to hold up the toy because it's super light, mm -hmm. you know, because the something I used before that was too flimsy. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. it's like I got this one and I didn't want to use the thinnest thing possible because right. before it was a three millimeter post. And even though it seems like, well, okay, three millimeters is small. This magnifies everything. Right. And not only right. was going to make it twice as big it turned completely white so it was like it stuck out like a uh, sore thumb right you know so and like i said even though it, like you know it all worked out it was just like well how do you make it better right so it was just experimentation until i found something that worked mm -hmm. you know and it's just you know really really fine plastic filament i, I like and what you just said there i think that might be another point is like actually experimenting for what you're trying to do until it works because right. it's not like you had every single step of the process it wasn't like uh, Michael Early, Soko Joko laid out like, here's your step one, step no, two. It wasn't no. like a Lego construction kit for you. No, it was very no. much like, here's some guidance. No, now go by yourself. Helpful. Mike yeah. was extremely helpful. And like I said, the, the concept, you know, and it's, you know, and it's been around. Like, yeah, yeah. Mike. So, you know, so, and then you can go to his Instagram and he still has a whole mm -hmm. bunch of the things that he did. And I mean, they're posted there. So, you know, I got nothing to hide. So, um, but, you know, it's like, how do I make my version of that right. as best as I can make it? Right. You know, right. I mean, this is my version of mm -hmm. his idea. Mm -hmm. So, right. You know, and then, you know, it comes out to like the presentation, right? I mean, the stand, I mean, this is, this is a very, um, you know, I don't know if this, uh, this one camera, right? Yeah, yeah. So this, this really is just a, uh, um, starts as a cube, which is just a simple technique to turn what they would normally call a three corner bowl. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, let's just make that turn it upside down and drill a hole in the top so the sphere can sit on it, right? And it looks futuristic. I right. mean, it's just like, you know, but it's it, just this like... This part reminds me, like, uh, forgive me, nerds, but like Star Trek almost. It yeah, feels like right? the base, but then like it's the Star Wars bash, on top. Right? Yeah, it's, it's so, a little bit of both worlds. So it's I really like it. But for me, it was kind of just like a futuristic look. And it's just like, you know, but, not, you know, did I invent a three-corner bowl? No. 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 You know, am I the first person to turn it upside down? Probably not, you know? <laughs> I mean, it's just like, I'm sure people have used that to make sculpture pieces before. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. I know I have, you mm -hmm. know, except I have one in the other room that's this way and it's a box you know so it has a lid and but but it, it's nothing that hasn't been done before you know it's just it's my version of right. that you know right. so and it's even the same here it's just like you know we got the next piece over here right the lava lamp i mean i didn't invent the lava lamp right right I mean, you know, right it is what it is but like you know, i thought it'd be really cool to try to replicate a lava lamp using resin it's pretty sweet and I, was it, this your first attempt at doing that yeah. by the way? really yeah, I don't know if you that guys was, can oh, that see was, this, but that I mean, it looks like it's that was jumping in feet first. That's awesome, right? And of course, you know, I don't feel this is as good as I can make it. So version number two will be different. I can't you wait know? to see it. But this was success for me, even though I mean, I see it depends. It's the coin, right? Which side of the coin am I going to look at? Am mm -hmm. I going to look at the success and take away? I learned so much making this. Or am I going to look at the failure and say it's not exactly what I wanted it to look like? Right. And I'm just looking positive thinking the That's whole awesome. way. That's awesome. That's awesome. So speak okay. So speaking of projects that like maybe didn't turn out the exactly how you wanted it. So maybe let's I'd love to hear like your your most favorite project you've ever embarked on. Like in even if the good results were good or bad, but like this project was just really fun to do from front to back. And then the one that you're just like, I'm quitting woodworking. I don't ever want to do this thing again. Like, like I'd love to hear the high and the low for you when it comes to being okay, in your so workshop. To really, to be honest, it's funny because I don't think I have a dedicated favorite project. And every time I think I do, something else comes along and trumps that. Okay. So for me, like probably one of the most rewarding things that I've done so far is probably the, either the lava lamp or, you know, it's not sitting too far away. It's the pumpkin that's sitting over there, right? So I, can I mean, pull that in. yeah, we can, right? Yeah. So, and and the the pumpkin is really nothing other than uh, it's a hollow form, and it's right. a pretty big one, right? But the, the carving it was something I'd never done before, right? And 
you know, there's, there's a, you know, John Jordan is a great, great wood turner. He makes hollow form vessels and he hand carves them and I just stuff just blows me away. Okay. Right. And I absolutely love everything that he makes. Right. You say John former, John Jordan, John Jordan. Okay. Right? Sorry. I don't and, want to make sure and, I heard and, you and right. So I, the stuff that he carves is just, like I said, it just blows me away. So you talk about inspiration to try something new. Yeah. That's, yeah, I honestly thought this, this was is, a pumpkin. This is at first. John Jordan t- speaking to me, you know, in my head, saying, "Carve something," mm-hmm. you know. So I'm going to carve something just because mm-hmm. it's like, hey, you know, he does this really cool stuff. So l- let me give it a shot, right? You know, and um, I mean, and I'm actually lucky enough to, you know, know John Jordan. So which is cool in of itself. So, but you know, I, I, that's my first attempt at carving anything, and it's just like, you know, that's your first attempt at carving something. Carving, like, so I mean, like the ribs on the hollow form, right? Right. Everything else I've ever done, hollow form has been smooth. Got right? it. Right. You know, and it's just like this is part of the turning. Outside of, right. This is kind of outside of the box because this literally is: is you take something that you made and it's nice and perfect and round and smooth, and now I'm taking a power carver to it, and I might be destroying this thing because I've never done this before. Right. Like you talk right. about jumping in feet first, right? I laid out the lines. I got the carver, and I'm carving and carving. I'm like, oh, I don't know if I'm doing this right, you know. Right. And right. I'm carving. I'm carving. I'm just doing the best I can. And next thing you know, it's like, well, ah, kind of the lines are kind of right. And it's like, wow, how do I get this right? And I got a Dremel tool, and I'm, I'm like, oh man, I'm gonna destroy this, right? I don't know. It came out okay, right? It's it came cool. out okay. And then once the once the, the hollow form was done, and it's just like, well, how do I make this stem? You know, so, you know, I put it on the lathe, and it's just like, you know, the top part here was kind of like, if you think of it more of a cone right mm-hmm. and i had to cut the rest of it away you know oh, yeah. because so you, you can't turn this, it that yeah, way you're right you just made this right? piece if you kind of think of it it was like two cones like you know inverted you know one on top of the other right so we had you know this shape coming up here to a cone and this shape going down to a cone and then mm. it was okay so then i got i took a saw and i cut that chunk off and right. i had to like grind some of this off and i had to grind some of that off but then i walked out into um um our garage because you know so we have a lot of deer in the area mm-hmm. here right mm-hmm. so if we put the pumpkins out too early the deer will actually walk up to the front door and just eat them oh wow yeah right <laughs> so, so i walked out to the garage and it's like i grabbed the pumpkin that we had that we were going to put that we were getting ready to put out for halloween and so i started looking at it and I go, okay so then i started drawing the lines on the stem and you know other than cutting this stuff away with a saw i mean it's just like the, all the lines on there and all the um um you know the different you know flutes whatever you want right, to call them right right and i carved out with a knife you know and it's just like i do some spoon carving too which is just somebody else on youtube that i like to watch you know and it's just like you know there's people that carve spoons and these beautiful spoons and they use an axe and a knife and you're like how are you what? doing that <laughs> yeah. and they're like with an axe and it's like beautiful beautiful work and it's just like i just that type of craftsmanship is like the coolest thing to me i mean it's just like I, I don't know. I, I enjoy it. And I don't want to take anything away from anybody else's type of woodworking. I think we talked about it in the shop yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I mean, you know, using the hand tools versus using the power tools versus now we're going into the age of the CNC. And it's just like, it doesn't matter. It's like if you take a piece of wood, mm-hmm. right, and use a tool and you create something out of that piece of wood using a tool, you were woodworking. Mm-hmm. I don't care if that computer helped you. I don't care if, you know, a power tool helped you. Mm-hmm. It's just like, you know, and that's actually something that's just like, I think you know, we talked earlier about, you know, Mark Spagnuolo a little bit, the Wood Whisperer. I mean, he, he wrote a book that's called Hybrid Woodworking and not to plug his book. And I've never met Mark either, but mm-hmm. I bought that book and it's all about use what works for you. Mm-hmm. You know, some things work better than others for different people. And you got to use what works best for you to accomplish your goal. Mm-hmm. You don't get hung up on like, oh, well, that's cheating or this is that. No, it's like. You have a vision. How do you mm-hmm. make that work? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you need a CNC machine to make your vision work because you need things to be perfect, well, then use, then a, CNC. use a CNC machine, yeah, right? Yeah. If you want that rustic hand look to something hand carved, then hand carve hand. it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I, I don't know. I think, no, I, the reality is what you're saying is very much in line with, I think, our philosophy in general. And like what we're trying to do and is really encourage people to like figure out what works for right. them uh, and like, then go to town. Like, oh, yeah. we just want people to actually make. It's like the, I mean, the podcast is called Keep Making. It's not right. like, you're like, don't make. It's like, right, legitimately right. like, hey, we want you to keep doing that because it's right. like really good. Well, it's it's nice too. Like I said, the whole maker community, especially on YouTube, and not, you know, I don't really have a, um, a YouTube channel per se. I mean, I've reposted some of the stuff I did on Instagram on YouTube. And, you know, maybe one day, maybe one day. 
you know, but for now I'm pretty happy doing what I'm doing because I just like enjoy the woodworking. I mean, mm -hmm. I, you know, right. the video editing and everything. I mean, you know, you don't love it. That's quite, I all don't right. love doing the video editing at all. I mean, even doing the stuff I do for Instagram, it's not what I like to do. I mean, I do it because I like the end product of, right. the, I like watching the, you know, I call them Insta vids, right? The, you know, the, the 60 second or less clip. And it's like, I like the things that I do, right? You know, I mean, I'm done. And it's just like, if I'm not happy with it, I'm doing it again. I mean, right. it has to be something I want to watch, right? From front to back, like, right? You know, and that's actually something that I don't think we have talked about. But a lot of people ask me, and it's just like, you know, once again, I do, I think I am everybody out there who has a workshop working on the weekend. Mm -hmm. But I have 75,000 people looking at my Instagram. It's a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, people are like, oh, how do you have that? And I'm all right, you know, full disclosure, right? How do you get that many people? Do videos. Right. Right. I mean, right. do videos. It's like those process videos. People like watching them. Right. You know? Oh, yeah. So when it's just like, you know, well, that's that, how I found out about you. There was one you know, of these like, videos hey, and I was like, oh, video. my gosh. Yeah. You know, so do a video. And it's just like, you know, it's I don't have any super video equipment. I mean, I have a Samsung S10 phone. That's my camera. <laughs> Now that that's my still camera, my video camera, my everything camera, mm -hmm. except for the times when I use my old one, which is the, the S8, right? right? So once again, a phone, right? So, and I mean, you saw my, you know, my high tech tripod out yeah, there. It's which literally is really, just a phone holder. It is. It's a phone holding tripod. It's, it's really it's a piece <laughs> of junk, right? It really is. But as long as it doesn't move, you know, mm -hmm. and it holds the thing steady, and it's, you can move it around really easy, mm -hmm. you know. Um, Sometimes it's a um, um, little bit of a, um, a pain, you know, doing the videos because I have to stop what I'm doing and I have to like, okay, well, I don't want the camera angle being the same all the time because it's boring. So it's like, okay, move the camera over here mm -hmm. and then you got to check to make sure it's right and you move around a little bit and see. And then, so it slows you down a little bit. Right. But right. to be able to give something back and show some process to people, I mean, that's huge for me because... Right. You know, I mean, you asked me my favorite piece and this and that. That's really not my favorite part about the whole process, to be honest. My favorite part about the whole process is when I get a DM from somebody who sends me a photo of something that almost looks identical to what I just made uh -huh. and says, hey, look, I was able to make this watching your video. That's a freaking home run yeah, for me. Yeah, you just get 100% home run because that's I was you able did. to help somebody yeah. else do something that they love to do. Yeah. That's, that's a total win. That's total so cool. one hundred percent win. Right. That is so awesome. I'm like I'm I'm getting like all like pumped up because like that's exactly <laughs> how I feel about the videos we make. I'm like yeah, that's so cool. Um, but no, that that's how you again how you started it uh, when you first started. Well, it your is. Journey. I mean, to me, it's just me giving. You're back, just re you're right? repeating the same process. It's me giving back. I mean, you know, it's like how do things move forward unless everybody builds on what everybody else is doing, right? Right. I mean, that's right. You know, you're helping the species move thing. forward. The human yeah. species. Well, um, about that. But, so you, know. you, you got to tell me your least favorite one, the one that you're like, you know what, I'm burning down my shop. Which one? You, you, you got to have one that was like somewhat bad. Okay. So I don't really have a least favorite project that I made the first time I made it. How about if we go with that? Okay. Okay. <laughs> but I definitely have a least favorite project because I had to make a few of them because, you know, it's, okay. So when, you know, the Eagles won the Super Bowl, right? Mm -hmm. I did like say a scroll stall cutout of something that looked kind of like the Eagles logo. Okay. Right. And I had a couple of people ask me if I would make them. Well, when I got into like the seventh or eight one, I didn't want to do it anymore. I really right. didn't. It just got so tedious. And like, God bless everybody out there that does scroll saw work. I mean, I have a scroll saw. It's fun to a point for me. Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe I'm just spoiled in the lathe. Lathe is instant <laughs> gratification. I can do projects most of the time and have something that develops usually within a day, mm -hmm. you know, and scroll saw, you get the stuff done in a day too. But, you know, taking the blade off of the holder, feeding it through the hole, attaching it to the holder again, cutting out something that's the size of like your pinky nail, and then untaking the blade or, you know, removing the blade, untaking, where the hell where did I learn how to speak English? So removing the blade, <laughs> threading it through the next little drill hole, doing the same thing and doing mm -hmm. that like 45 times. It's just like, oh my that's God. That's a little too tedious. tedious. I'm, it's tedious. I, th right? yeah, I, I might've got distracted just you saying undoing and redoing. Oh, <laughs> but that, you know, really, I mean, that the, the, everybody that does scroll work to me and, and the stuff's absolutely beautiful. But they have so much patience that I don't have, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and maybe I had more when I was younger. But, mm -hmm. you know, like as we get older, we get less patience, right? We don't <laughs> want to deal with that. So it's just like instant gratification works for me. You know, I mean, we turned, you know, we turned this sphere. What would it? I mean, you know, aside from the, you know, us talking about it and everything mm -hmm. it was a couple hours. Yeah, right? it wasn't Two, long at all. I honestly was blown away at how quick, you know, it could. Actually and it's go just down. like to go from something like, you know, you had that block, that was, casted block, block. Yeah. Right. To that. In that mm -hmm. short amount of time, 
that's cool. I mean, it's just like every time I make one of those things, it doesn't matter if it has a ship in it. It doesn't matter if it's like something like this lava lamp. Mm-hmm. I mean, to me, the process is all the same. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm using the same, you know, polishing, mm-hmm. buffing, you know, it works. Mm-hmm. Right. And when I go from something that was just that big block and, you know, this was done several times. I mean, you can imagine. Right. I mean, this was me putting the walnut block in my mold and casting the green resin up to a certain point, you right, know, right. and then cutting his way as much as I thought would be like the internal lava blob, right? And then putting that right back in the mold and then pouring in the clear because mm-hmm. now I have to have the outside and turning that and then turning the little wood cap at the end, you know, and it's just like, it, it was a process, mm-hmm. but it took me, well, other than I had to recast it, mm-hmm. I mean, it probably only took me like three or four hours to do the whole turning part of it. Oh, wow. And then going from that and then polishing it. And it's just, you've seen that when I hit that white diamond, right? Holy and it cow. goes, it goes from like, hey, it looks kind of cool to like, you know, but it's you this could murky see, yeah. and then it's like glass. Right. And it's just like, it's, it's unreal. A, the total win. Yeah. I, I, win. I was genuinely, I was like, I thought it was going to be like, I honestly thought there were going to be far more steps of like to the moment of when like, holy cow, look at that X-Wing or holy cow, look at that lava lamp. Like just that, that moment of reveal. I was, yeah. I mean, like I was, I was filming along with Eric Keemstra, our our video guy. And like, I was getting distracted by how cool (laughs) it was looking and not forgetting that I was filming. So I, you know, everybody has a different process. And like, you know, once again, I said, we talked about that before too. If it works, it works. Right. Right. There's, there's, there is actually no right way. It's what works for you. It's, there's more than one right way to do everything. There's also a whole lot of wrong ways to do everything, right? But if you're doing something and it's working for you and it's safe Mm -hmm. and the end result is what you wanted, it worked. Yeah. I don't care if it took you 10 hours or one hour. Mm -hmm. I don't care if I could do it twice as fast as you. If Mm -hmm. that's your method and that's what works for you, Mm -hmm. it works. I agree. There's no right or wrong. There's different, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean necessarily right or wrong. There's more efficient, but that also doesn't necessarily mean right or wrong. Am I doing this the most efficient way? I'd say probably not. I mm-hmm. do it the way that works for me. Right. You know, right. Um, it works for me. Do I want to experiment and try to do something different to get this end result? No. Mm-hmm. Right. I really don't want to. I got to this point doing what I know that works and I can get this done in what I think is a reasonable amount of time. Right. You know, um, um, but it was a lot of experimentation to get there. Right. But now I'm comfortable. So I'm right. going to use my method to do my thing. Cool. Now, if someone else says, hey, look, I did the same thing and I experimented and I found a way to do the same thing that you're doing, but better. Will I try that? Yep. But do I want to go through the whole learning curve again and making all the mistakes again and everything? No. No, because it's yeah. like, why would I go through all that and make a bunch of mistakes to try to get maybe a little increment better if I can already do what I'm doing? Right. You know, right. like I said, I'm perfectly happy with it. Now, if I wasn't happy with it and I thought I needed to cut the time down, or I'd do something different, mm-hmm. you know, like even casting the blank, you know, it's just like at some point, you know, if I was a production facility, oh, which obviously it. I'm not, right? right, um, And I was casting blanks, I wouldn't be using a square mold. No. Right? I'd be using a cylinder mold because it right. would take a whole step away and it would save me half the amount of resin. Right. You know, but it's just, I'm not a big production facility. I'm the weekend warrior and I have square molds. <laughs> right. And, you know, so. No, I mean, like you're hitting the nail on the head. So um, I'm going to start winding down. But one of the things that I give everybody is an opportunity. I, like, I, I only feel like it's fair that uh, the person I'm interviewing can ask me a question. You do not have to if you don't want to, just because I'm pestering you with so many. <laughs> like, if there were any questions that you wanted to ask me, feel free. I, I'm going to give you that opportunity. Um, but before we kind of get there. It, it the one I wanted to ask you the one piece of advice you would get someone that is getting into wood turning not just like it does not have to be a, like resin turning or whatever I mean like wood turning specifically because that's what you originally fell in love with and I'm really curious like what you would um, offer somebody that like me, might be scared to like start okay so if someone wanted to get into wood turning things for me that like kind of jump started me along right um, the YouTube videos are great. Mm-hmm. actual personal instruction better right hands-on instruction with somebody who knows how to do, do to do what it is that you want to do mm-hmm. right um, um i mean not to plug woodcraft but i know at least my local woodcraft oh, offers yeah. wood turning plug woodcraft away we love I, woodcraft. I'm, I'm not really trying just what i know right yeah. so i know that my local woodcraft has wood turning lessons for beginner wood turners now by the time i figured that out 
I pretty much knew how to do most of the things that the classes encompass. Right. Right. So for me, my next step was, is I went to a bull turning class down in um, South Carolina with Ashley Harwood. So it's like, you know, she's well above, you know, um, where mm -hmm. I'm at when it comes to bull turning and a whole lot of other turning. Right. So why not go to someone who's an expert mm -hmm. to show you how to do something? And she offers classes. So you go to the class, you learn from someone who knows how to do what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, that's huge. Um, don't be afraid to experiment. Don't be afraid to jump in. Don't be afraid to make mistakes, right? There's no such thing as failure. If you don't let your failure be a failure, mm -hmm. it's a learning experience, right? It, it's, it's something where you can see what either didn't work or like we talked about the lava lamp. I mean, it, it, this is not what I had in mind. It's cool. I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah, I think cool. it's cool, right? In my mind, that was different. And I didn't take into account how the shape of this was going to distort what's in the middle, mm -hmm. you know, but now that I know, I'll do it different the next time. But right. I wouldn't know if I didn't do this piece, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So just build on, mm -hmm. you know, my own experience. Um, but yeah, instructions, huge safety is huge. Right. I mean, you're using, you know, power tools like that, it can be very dangerous. So it's like, you know, make sure you have the right safety gear on. Um, make sure you pay attention to the safety rules for your equipment. Um, you know, you, you, breathing protection is big. You know, you get that really fine dust and everything. You don't want to be, have long-term, you know, inhalation of those dust particles. We you know, wear a respirator, mm -hmm. you know. Um, wear a face mask if you're turning, right? Yeah. It's kind of a um, no-brainer. You got stuff flying at you anyways. You know, I mean, it, it's, it's uncomfortable at first, you know, because it's foreign. But, like, it it's a hell of a lot better than having wood chips flying in your face, right? Because mm -hmm. that's worse uncomfortable, you mm -hmm. know? And then God forbid, you know, something bounces off of, you know, your cheek or whatever, and then winds up in your eye. And, you know, it, it, it's not like it's going to put your eye out, you know, bouncing off your cheek and going into your eye. But then it's just like, you know, what if that makes you flinch? And then you gouge your work or, or what if you, God forbid, you know, you get your hand caught on something and you wind up breaking something. Right. No, you know, you want to have all your safety equipment on. Mm -hmm. So, um, no, I think that's all really good advice. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, it's you know, a lot of it, I guess, would be, you know, necessarily, I guess, what I would consider common sense, but you just, that you definitely don't want to be doing anything to endanger, especially if it's your hobby, you want to be doing it. You, you don't want to be spending time, you know, nursing, and, and, you're, and you're going to get, you know, it's, it's dangerous enough if you do it right, mm -hmm. you know, because I know plenty of people even doing stuff right. I mean, you know, sometimes the wood, there's voids in there that you can't see. And the wood goes flying apart on the lathe. And it's like you got the face shield on. Thank God you had it on, right? right. Um, um, you know, I've seen people get cuts before, you know, um, splinters from things. That, and it's just like that's, you know, I guess inevitable. Eventually it, it right. may or may not happen right. to you, right. you know. But why would you roll the dice and making it worse for you? Right. You know, you right. want to be as safe as you possibly can be. Totally. So. Totally. Okay, well, if you'd like to ask me a question, now's your chance. Um, if not, I just really want to say thank you because, um, one, you let us come out here and hang out at your house and hang out in your wood shop, and my whole fun. team has had an absolute riot. It, it was like, a lot of fun. I can't wait to go to dinner with you if uh, if we haven't worn you out entirely. Uh, but, like, I, I we are really full of gratitude, and we are really grateful that we got the chance to hang well, out I, I and get to know you. And, like, the reality is if you are ever in Michigan near our shop, you have to come by. And, like, we got well, to I, I appreciate together. that. That's an awesome invitation. So if I ever get my way out there, I'd definitely love to stop by. That'd be cool. Cool. So... Okay, so my question? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm hopefully I can say answer. Laughing. I'm not going to say that laughing. I don't even know if you're going to get the reference. But so what's the um, um, airspeed velocity of an unladen swallow? Oh, I definitely don't know the answer to this okay, question. Okay, that's not the right answer. Okay, oh. so obviously not a Monty Python fan. Right? I, I, so the Monty Python, like I, I like the, the, I see, I'm not going to bash all of this up. I mean, I only know the references of like, you know, I don't have an arm, I don't have a leg. He's like, I can still fight you. It's like, from the same movie. Yeah, so right? like, I've only seen that movie once though. And I was like maybe 12. So like. So I made a couple <laughs> of my friends really happy if they ever hear this. They'll laugh. Yeah, they're just going to be like. Hysterically. Yeah, because like I'm this young you know? dude that has no clue what it is. Well, not because I, of that, because I threw that out there, you yeah. know, so the, the actual answer to that is, I don't know, African or European, because there's different kinds. And it's, just, <laughs> yes, it's, it's, it's And then that's just, I'm not going to uh, All my movie guy friends that like, are right, so, going to listen to this, are immediately going to give me a lot of crap. 
<laughs> so no, but I, I will, I will. It's just like, and it's going to be like a question for you and, you know, Illumilite. I mean, it's just like, I think it's great that you guys are, you know, mm -hmm. into the social media end of it now. And, you know, where you didn't seem to have been, you know, mm -hmm. big presence, like at least for on Instagram, I don't know anything else because right. that's kind of like where I focus now. It's just, it, it's keeping up with, and it's, I, it's really important for me, right? When I, someone sends me like a, a comment, mm -hmm. I answer it if, if it's to be yeah. answered, right? If someone sends me a message, I try to answer it, right? right? Now I get crazy sometimes, like somebody will send me like, you know, how much to send to my location. And that's the only thing that I get it, in a DM. And I'm like, I don't know what you're asking me, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, so I'm drawing the blank, right? Or, you know, sometimes I have to admit, you know, I might be a little bit of a smart ass. And I say, well, anywhere between like, you know, like $35 and $4,000. Just depends on where you are. Me, yeah. If you tell me what you're referring <laughs> to, I can narrow that down for you a bit, you know? So, but, um, um, but yeah, now that you guys are doing that, I mean, like, how did you guys get, you know, with Illumilite to, you know, into the social media and then supporting the the makers and and not that you weren't supporting it before, obviously with the products and everything mm -hmm. and the customer service, but it's just a it's a step up for you guys too, yeah. being part of the, you know, social media community. And mm -hmm. I mean, you guys are doing that with the podcast mm -hmm. and you know, talking to other makers and how did you that get all get started? So for us, um, and I, I could be totally candid about this, like uh Illumilite was bought by Polytech not too long ago. And Polytech uh, bought a few different brands that are in this sphere. Um, one of those brands, no pun intended. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, one of these brands was, um, stone coat countertops. And if you know anything about stone coat yep. countertops, they have a huge following on YouTube and yeah, I was they, actually at their, um, artisan summit, um, when you was went, that back in April, they're right? doing another one and, and the, yeah, it was, they did one this past year. They're doing one yeah. again next year. I will, we'll be there this year. So the, they, provide a ton of value to the consumer and actually Illumilite used to do that like crazy back in the day on YouTube as well. Right. That's actually how you, uh, how Illumilite got their start. Uh, they were one of the very first companies ever to like be making tutorials of how to use their products in a way that was actually educational and provided a ton of value right. to uh, the people that purchased them. Because like if like resin and mold making and casting and all this kind of stuff, if you've never done anything in this world, it's a little intimidating. Yeah, I, can and see, it, I and definitely can see that. Yeah, but it's a little bit like, well, how the frick do I, even, uh, how do I mix A and B and what right. mix by weight and volume? If you, it, of course, once you've done it, once you're like, this is so yeah, easy. It's, it's, but like, until you've done we're it, not it's building the rocket ship, right. right. It's, but until you've done it, there's a lot of fear there. So they, um, they knew that they needed to enter this world again, hardcore. And so it's actually why I got the job that I currently have. They hired That's me cool. to actually enter into this world fully, build a team and like provide value in a way that's actually going to be in line with their original goals, which is to actually help people make what they want to make. Right. So well, that's what it's all about, right? Right. So and like the reality is like we that was a mission way back in the day for Illumilite that still is the mission for Illumilite and, and the family of brands that we're kind of a part of because we all do a little things differently. Like Stone Coat doesn't have like a wood turning resin. Like that's not what they do countertops. Like right. that's like what they're, they, you can use their epoxy for other things too. And that's incredible. And we love those guys. Um, and we all are like, just like high-fiving when it comes to like the things that we're doing. Um, but the reality is like, we all are trying to like, just help people make what they want to make and like, however we can do that. Right. Um, we just know that there's like a, ton of value in being where the attention is so like instagram for instance we the alumni didn't have an instagram until this year we should have had an instagram a long time ago i have only been working here for like three and a half months so like we're like full steam right. ahead like pedal to the metal Which trying is, to like do as much as possible to how like cool is that instagram platform yeah. though i mean you know it's I mean, it's different than I, you know, I, I had like, you know, some stuff on Facebook when I was doing a lot of the flat woodwork and everything. And, you know, I had my own little, you know, and still with Scott's Mini Woodshop back mm -hmm. then, because mm -hmm. it was, it didn't matter if it was here or if it was there, it was Scott's right. Mini Woodshop, right? So, but um, um, it's just when I found Instagram and it started doing stuff with Instagram mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. you can actually, it's, it's a focus, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I follow woodworkers. Right. I don't have a lot of fluff. Now, right. and I mean, of course, you know, Instagram, I guess they got to make their money too. So I get ads seeded every right. once in a while. Of course. But, but other than, you know, scrolling through an odd mm -hmm. ad here and there, but it's just like, you know, I'm not, I'm not getting the, hey, this friend of your friend of this friend is now, you know, having mm -hmm. lunch at this. I, 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 you don't care. You know, right. I mean, that's what, to, to me, that's what Facebook is for, right? Mm -hmm. So, but Instagram is, 
I follow woodworkers and I go there and it's just like, Hey, that's cool. That's awesome. And it's just like, and then meeting people, you know, either in person or online, it's like my well, Michael and actually now both. Right. It's right. Originally started Isn't that awesome? And it, yeah. And, it, and it's great. And then, um, you know, I, I got to meet Carl Jacobson and his wife. They're awesome people. I got to meet John Jordan. Um, I'm not necessarily through Instagram, but, um, but just because of the wood turning community in general, it's just like, he needed a ride. He was doing a demo at the Lancaster mm -hmm. Wood Turning Symposium, mm -hmm. and I was a volunteer. Yeah, and that's how I met him. And it's just that's like so cool. it's just like a cool thing. And it's just like, but getting back to the Instagram thing, it's just like you're seeing what you want to see, and not right. a whole lot of anything else. Right. And it's like, how does not just help you be more creative yourself? Oh, right. You know, because totally. it's like you know, hey, some from column A and some from column B, and a little bit from column C, and let's kind of mush them together to get a whole new thing, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just think that the whole process is cool. I really do. Yeah, I, I would fully agree. And the reality is like we, we're we trying to get in all of those uh, spots that people are, have these communities. Like Instagram is a huge one. And right. there's other ones out there. And like we are obviously on Facebook and LinkedIn and Pinterest and all these other platforms that because there's different products and different things that right. we, we make that right. will benefit in those different worlds. But like, the wood turning community is like hardcore right now on Instagram. So we're like, yeah. hey guys, <laughs> thanks for supporting us even when we weren't here. We're here now. How can we help? Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. But I mean, you know, you don't have to be on Instagram because it's like, you know, I mean, and, and not, not that I need to stroke the, the, the company's ego today <laughs> on the product. But I mean, you know, and we talked about this, you know, in the shop. It's just like, like every manufacturer of whatever version of resin that they make, it has a purpose mm -hmm. and you even touched on that yeah. i mean with the with the um stone coat countertop stuff right i mean they make really good resin and their resins are really good for what they're made for yeah but there's no there's no holy grail resin right there's not you use this resin for every. it just doesn't work that way right right, right. so the best fit for the stuff i like to do most of the time mm -hmm. It's Lumalite because right. it just is, mm -hmm. you know. I mean, sometimes I use something else because it's like, you know, we, we, yeah. you know, Lumalite doesn't necessarily like moisture. And there's there's things like, you know, I can't put in my pressure pot no right. matter how big it is. Right. You know, right. it's it's still limited size. And then right. if I need to like fill a crack on a bowl, I'm probably not going to use a Lumalite, right. right? I'm probably going to use an epoxy, right? Because mm -hmm. that's probably a better fit. Mm -hmm. So, you know, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's just, I don't know. I kind of guess went down some road and I don't even know where I was going at that point. No, I understand. So, but you know, you, you just got to experiment with amazing clear cast now so that we can, you know, well, yeah, get you on that epoxy like train. I am not, I'm actually, <laughs> I mean, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, that's one of the things that I'm actually looking for. And, you know, and I, I do want to try that. And then suddenly, you know, and then I'm, you know, not going to be super brand, you know, like, oh, I use Illuminate. So I'm going to, I'll use whatever the best fit is for me. And that's what I want you to do. And, and, yeah. and, and, and I know you do. Yeah. And, and, you know, but I also know that you want me to tell you if something else is a better fit for me. Absolutely. Because I know that you guys want to say, okay, well, how can we make our stuff the best fit for right. you? Right. And it's just like, but that's cool. I mean, you get that mm -hmm. interaction. That's very cool. So. Well, cool. Um, Scott, again, we can't thank you enough. I think at this point we've been at your house for like over Ever. 10 hours and Forever. you have just been very <laughs> gracious to us. And but you haven't been here for 10 hours. I think it's more like eight. Well, it feels, it feels like, cause we've, Same. we've been nonstop Same. with projects. So but it's, um, it's fun, right? It, it only feels so much like fun. you've been here for like an hour. It's Time true. Flew, Time, it's right? very true. Flew. But we also got to have like, we got to go into media where, where you, you know, the t little town here and there's the delicatessen that we got our sandwiches from. The whole oh, how experience. How was the deli, right? It was so good. Yeah, I mean, like, the, the Santa, oh, dude, I, I don't know if we, I, if we can should, plug should we that plug, somehow. Plug, it's no, Novak's Market, right, on uh, a media station road in Orange Street in media. It's so good. If you're ever in Pennsylvania, you got to go. I got to tell Paul Fideli, I just plugged this thing on the podcast. Yeah. He's going to be so excited. You got to. <laughs> he was one of the funnier people that I've ever met. Like, oh, he had great. a joke for every single person that walked great. in. Yeah, And he knows everybody that goes in there. Yeah. And, he, and he knew the minute you walked in there, you're not from here. Oh, he, he was like, are you from media? And we are like, no. <laughs> yeah. He knew. Yep. Knew, I tell you, because he knows everybody that goes in that place. Oh, that's funny. So it's really cool. It's like the whole small, small town vibe. And it's just it's a very cool experience. Absolutely. Oh, cool. So, well, hey, I really appreciate it. Me too. Yeah, yeah thanks a lot for coming out. That was great. All right. We're out. Hey.